Yo, 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 what up, what up? It's your boy Meek World. And you see, you know, as y'all saw before, you know what I'm saying, I was kind of uh, interrupted in the studio session with my boy D Ferg here in his production, man. What's going on with you, brother? What's up, man? How what's up, know, what's man? up, man? Nice hey, man? Hey, this man is, hey, production extraordinary. You know, anything under the sun production-wise, he can do so. Tell people about yourself, man. So, um, D Ferg, um, originally from Nassau, Bahamas, here in St. Louis. Um, focus on music production, video production, and directing. Mm. Um, been doing this like now, like I said, for like about since 2012. So yeah, yeah, that's 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 it. Uh, yeah, that's, hey, that's a minute, man. What's that? Yeah, that's a while. You know what's crazy about it? Man, how long have we known each other though? You know what I mean? I was at Linwood back in 2009, so about 12 years ago about when I started <laughs> Linwood. I can't remember exactly when you started. <laughs> But man, that was a long time ago, you know. I scratched it. This is when I. This is when I. Uh, we was cool. You remember when you had a race? You remember the race we had? I had my money on you. Hold on, you talking lost, about? The, I you lost talking, it. You talking? Which race you talking about now? Which race you talking about now? Because I ain't lost a lot of races now. You know what I mean? I can't. I don't know about no races. Hey, I ain't gonna lie. This man, this friend's a track athlete. You know what I'm saying? I was a basketball. I was. I'm sorry. I was a football player. I played football. I don't think I'm call myself a football player. But I played football. This man was track all day. So I'm like, I bet he in track team. You know what I'm saying? According to the, you know what I'm saying? The dialect you hear in the voice. I'm like, oh, easily Usain Bolt, little cousin. Let's do a race. Bet he bet. And I'm oh, like, yeah, Christ. big money. We talk. We talk. I like bet. Now in college, you don't got a lot of money. I'm struggling with my little twenty dollars. I'm like, I bet he like, bro, bet me. I got, I got, I bet. I put my twenty dollars <laughs> on you, bam, bam. I got twenty dollars now. Mind you, these are twenty dollars in the five to five. It's like a couple, couple ones, and I had some nickels, some quarters. You know what I'm saying? Maybe a few pennies or whatnot. But he grew up to a dollar, so I had it. This man gets out here. They say go, and he running, and he going. He, as you know, you in track, you here and here. He here and he he hauling. I'm like, yeah, yeah. And all of a sudden, I look up. And he slowed down. But he didn't slow down. The dude just went faster. And he lost the race. And I lost my $20. I owe this man $20, apparently. Hey, dog, my $20. That was $20 important. That was important $20 for me. You know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> but, hey, we got it all back. It's cool. Hey, you know what I mean? Back, man. We here now. <laughs> we here we now. Here we here now. now. <laughs> but, hey, get off my chest, man. I've been, I've been <laughs> holding that back for years. That $20 heavy on me. <laughs> Oh man, what? So let's get to it, man. So you know, so your production extraordinary. You know what I'm saying? You've been doing things since 2012. Uh, how was the? What actually started you on that process of of doing these things, man? Man, it, it honestly started like a long time ago. To be mm -hmm. honest with you, um, I remember like when I was four years old, bro. I, I know this sounds crazy. When I was four years old, hey man, everybody was four I, years old. Every once at this point in time, you know, know, I just I just walked outside. It was like late at night. I don't mm. know what I was doing. I just mm -hmm. walked outside. I stood on the steps of the apartment building where we was living at the time, mm. and I just looked up into the sky and I was like, mm. I'm gonna beat somebody. Mm. Like literally, I know that sounds so cliche and so <laughs> corny, bro. But like literally, that was my that was me. Yeah. And I was like. I don't know what made me, I don't know what drove me to say that at four years old, you know, mm -hmm. but I just had that feeling. Mm -hmm. And it was like, I knew I had something to do. Um, from when I was younger, I always was attracted to music, like mm -hmm. musical instruments, like, so that was something that always was like connected to me, but I never knew that it was something that I was going to pursue as like a career or like a passion. Mm -hmm. It was just something I liked to do. 
Um, when I was growing up, my mom and my dad, they, my parents, they put me um, into like a piano lessons because they saw that I like piano so much. To the point where I got I got lost in a Walmart <laughs> one time we were traveling I got lost in a Walmart <laughs> like a Walmart employee found me like in the aisle sitting down on the floor like playing yeah. the little toy piano oh, they, they was like oh, yo man. wait they was like where your where your people's at oh, <laughs> so they had to call they had to call my people's on the intercom they was like we looking for your parents and I'm like man but ever since then they yeah. like they noticed like all right yeah this dude really into music so. Uh. They put me into like lessons and stuff. I only did it for six weeks. Yeah. You know, I only did six weeks for like classical training, nothing like mm -hmm. extravagant, nothing like that. Mm -hmm. But that was like the the beginning of like, you know, me actually getting like a feel of understanding for music and production. And um, but when I like, like I said, I grew up in the Bahamas, so it was just like music producers coming out of the Bahamas, mm -hmm. like that's just not something that was like huge you know that's not saying it was impossible but right. it just wasn't something that was happening and um i had an uncle at a time um he was a a track athlete he was like a national athlete in the bahamas mm. and um one day he just came and picked me up and he was like come on you're going with me and he just took he took me with him one day i went training and like mm. my life just turned around from that day forward, bro, like I was a track athlete after that. Everything else went to the trash. I mean, uh, for, for four years old sitting there and you playing this piano, you not knowing, you just, I'm attached to it, you know? And then you kind of were, you know, guided a little bit just about just the environment you in, you know, everybody's running, so you're gonna do the same thing. At, at some point, did you ever just stop messing with piano? Did you continuously do that when it comes to the um, music side? What, how, did, how did that journey go? Because I know you had to come to a point where it was like, you know, I really love this music, but I also have a talent. I have a gift. I have a gift here, but you have two gifts. Right. How are you bouncing out these two gifts? Man, so that's a good question because that's, that's basically like how my life went. It was like mm -hmm. I started doing track. I was good at that. Mm -hmm. So that I was like, all right, all of the focus goes towards this now. Yeah. And um, my mom was somebody who always wanted to learn how to play the piano. So there was always a keyboard at my house, every, mm -hmm. like all the time. You know, it might have been a time where we didn't have like the cables and connected up or something. So like, I would have to go out of my way, find money, mm. buy this cable just so yeah. I could play the piano mm. if I wanted to, you know? And so I had times where I used to play, cause I'd always like go back to it. I always had this connection, mm. like this, this longing to play. Mm. But my actual life was like going to school, going to track practice after school, mm. on the weekends, do track meets on the weekends, mm. you know, and it's just like, that's just like the repeated cycle of my life, and it's mm. like, I just had to make time for, yeah. for stuff like that. But, um, you know, as I got, as I progressed in my track career and moved forward, like I started to, to actually get good, Started, I, I, I myself became a, a national athlete, you know what I mean? I started, you know, um, um, running in races for the, representing the Bahamas in different countries and stuff Man. like that. So once I started doing that, it was like, you know, everybody's perspective of me was like, all right, he's going to go to do track. He's going to mm -hmm. go to the Olympics. He's going to do this and the next. And it was like, I wasn't opposed to that, you know, mm -hmm. like I, I actually liked track. I liked the lessons and the discipline that it, it you know. It enriched in me, mm. but um, inside of myself, I mm. always still had like this passion for yeah. something else, mm -hmm. you know. So it was just like, and, and I'm with you because like, like even doing this, this podcast thing, I always felt myself being outwardly open to everybody. Right. You can't remember when we was in Lindenwood. Mm -hmm. I was gonna sit like to my family members, I'm quiet. 
but everybody else they like, oh, there's Miko. He just right. being silly and talking a lot. Right. But, but that's the whole thing. So it was like, you know what? How do I do the same? Because I'm like, sports is cool. You know, I'm doing good. I'm going to cheat as much as far as I go. But it has to be something. I have another purpose to do something else. Right. You know what I mean? You, you complete your track, track dreams and goals. Of course, you know, it, it gets to a point where every athlete gets to you like, yo, what am I going to do now? You already had like an inkling of what you want to do. You say it started in 2012, pretty much after school. Mm-hmm. Um, what was your first, what was the first thing you said, you know what, I'm going to go with this 100%. And once you tell that, uh, give some advice about somebody else who, who finished a, the first task or the first half of their life is completed. They've done all they could do. And now they're going to venture off doing something creative. Man, that's crazy. So, like I said, everybody's pro- projection for me was, Going to the Olympics, mm-hmm. yada yada. Mm-hmm. Right before I came to Lindenwood, um, I had an injury. I had fractured a bone in my foot, mm-hmm. um, and it cost me a scholarship at another school I was going to go to. Mm-hmm. And I was supposed to go to uh, Tennessee University of Tennessee or Tennessee State. One or two. It's the one that's in Knoxville. I can't remember exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you um, volunteers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I was supposed to go to that school, and I was all hyped. You know, that was mm-hmm. like. I can only imagine what my story would be like if I went to that school and mm-hmm. did track compared to going to Lindenwood. Mm-hmm. But when I got to Lindenwood to do track, it was like I was reco- I just recovered from my injury. It was almost like everything about track was telling mm-hmm. me not to run track anymore. Mm-hmm. You got to that point, it was just like, mm-hmm. in my mind, I was like, yo, I'm just doing this for the school. I'm not really doing this for myself, mm-hmm. you know? And at the time, I wasn't on a, I wasn't on a athletic scholarship. I was on an academic scholarship. Mm-hmm. So I didn't have to do track. And mm. when I found that out, I just stopped going to practice. Mm. I stopped going to, to, to track meets. Mm. And I was like, yo, this is an opportunity for me to like, I got, I got a scholarship to get an education. I said, it's an opportunity for me to actually, you know, tackle my goals, tackle like my dreams. And, and if, I, if, if it's right in front of me and I have an opportunity, why not, you know? So that's when I decided like, look, I'm going to focus on, you know, um, just my art side of things you know and at the time i wanted to get into acting and directing so i just went into like theater as a major but i was still kind of lost you know i didn't Mm -hmm. know exactly what direction i was going or what i was doing so you in the acting and know the keyboards in your mind you know what i'm saying you then a c f g h i was in choir too yeah and i was in music i had music background myself you know what i mean so yeah you you hitting these chords and and you're like you know what I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take this step. Uh, the acting was cool, you know. What I mean, I'm gonna take these steps and I'm gonna get into you know the music side and and the production side. So that day that it happened, that leap that you took, what happened? Well, when I made the decision to go to theater, that was that was literally the leap. Mm-hmm. It was like when I did that, it just positioned me in the right place. Your mm-hmm. um, classes and all of those courses. Mm-hmm. It was the arts building. So because I had access to the building, because I had classes there, I would just go to, the, to my classes instead of going home after, mm-hmm. after school. So I practiced playing the piano, practiced like on the keyboards uh, there on all the software they had. And, um, you know, once I started doing that, I was like, you know what? Like, I'm just going to go all in and do this, mm-hmm. man. I'm going to just go and sing this and start making my own music. See here, you know, as y'all seen, as you'll see, you know, the place where we're at now is the culmination of all those all those, all those advice, conversations, all those conversations yeah. and everything else. Could you give a gift to a kid out there or another adult out there um, that was given to you? You don't have to be specific verbatim, mm-hmm. but give them something where they helped you strive to where you are now. 
I'm gonna give you all the words of the late great Rare Forty Eight man. Dude said, nurture your passion, yo. Nurture yourself. Nurture your dreams. Like, do not choke them out. Mm-hmm. Don't allow them to be choked out. Don't allow your doubt to stop you from taking action. The only difference between you now or where you're at and the version of you that's successful is action. There's no lack of anything else in between there other than action. So if you don't take the action towards trying to reach where you're trying to go, mm-hmm. you'll never get there. You'll be stuck in the same place. So take action on what it is that you really have a passion about. Words, man, those words are so wise. Uh, life is about progressions. Progression. You know what I mean? And also what I like to do also, I count all my little wins. We had conversations yeah. off camera, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the equipment, get this piece. You know, let's get this one. I'm, I'm happy for all my little wins. I'm never too cool too cool sometimes my in my hashtag never too cool to celebrate wins i'm never too cool to also to give kudos to somebody who's doing not only doing better than me but pursuing what i want to pursue as well mm-hmm. my man i give you your flowers while you're here Amen. appreciate you man appreciate you're doing everything you, you need to do appreciate bro. you i'm telling you right now seeing, here, bro. Seeing, seeing the setup everything you got here man it is dope i strive to get this and the further you go up the further i go up man because people yes, are watching you people are inspired by you i want to let you know that man i appreciate those words bro because that's the steam that we all need, you know what I mean? So right now we're gonna take a little quick break. Shoot the commercial real quick I put together for my guy here and then we'll get back into it to the fun part. All right, see y'all in a minute. What's up? It's your boy D-Ferd. I'm in the studio. Meek World. I'm a producer, director, videographer. I just love to create, you know, I'm an artist. And I've been doing this since my whole life, but really since like 2011, 2012. Um, when I was at college, I just, you know, saw that it was an opportunity for me to really like go after the things that I wanted. And I made it that far, so I was like, yo, this is a perfect opportunity for me to go after my, my goals and my dreams. And you know, I started off with the music. From there, it's elevated into just creativity, you know, beyond just music and, you know, photography, videography, and um, it's been an amazing journey. Uh, I would say it's been an easy journey, you know, nothing that's worth having is not easy, but it was definitely worth the, every sweat drop, <laughs> every struggle, every obstacle, because, you know, I was able to do it uh, by the grace of God. So yeah, I, I just appreciate Meek World for giving me this opportunity to do this interview and this podcast. So stay tuned. Hey, yo, yo, what up? Welcome back. Welcome back to the show. Uh, thank God. I appreciate it. Hope y'all enjoyed that video clip I had put together. Showcase my man skills here. You know what I mean? Uh, so right now, you know, as, as y'all watch my show, you know, this is kind of the, the lighter portion of the show. You know, we gave everybody, all y'all the advice. Now let's have some fun with it, all right? So just a few few questions in there, just to kind of, right. you know, lighten the mood up a little bit, all right? So, so this is a would you rather question. Okay. All right, all right. I ask this everybody, all right? <laughs> would you rather eat a bowl full of used scabs, please scratch the skin in a bowl, or would you would you eat three band-aid, used Band-Aid sandwiches? Band-Aid sandwiches? Yeah. Use band-aids. Ah oh, man, that's hard. is it on bread? It's on it, yeah, it's on bread. 
I'm gonna have to go with the sandwiches. Uh, yeah. It depends on what the bandage was on, but it's like the scabs automatically coming off of the cut. Uh, yeah. But at the same time, it's like the scabs is dry and the bandage could be wet. So I don't yeah. know, bro. It's a whole That's hard. I don't know. I don't know, bro. That's hard. The, at least you could swallow the bread with the. Bread. <laughs> at least you could swallow the bread with the bandage. You might just taste the bread. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and that was eating a scab like popcorn. You feel me? Nah. Nah, you can't do it. I don't know, dog. <laughs> I ain't right. gonna act like I never like ate a scab before though. I ain't gonna lie, yeah, it's definitely you scab, know. scabs. Yeah, it is a taste. I won't tell you what it tastes like, but I do know what scabs taste like. Yeah. All right, next question. Don't next question. Yeah, don't try. Don't try. Don't try it at home. All right, next question. Next question. Um, if you had an opportunity to um, curate something for anybody, any individual, who would it be and why? It has to be an individual. Yeah, individual. Ah, dang. Um, it's kind of tough. Um, there's a lot of people I'd like to do stuff for, you know, if I could create something, but I only got one. So, um, I would say I'd do something for my dad, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, I'd like to make a tribute for my pops. Mm. Um, you know, like, he ain't perfect, but it's just like, I just want him to know that. Like, he really is appreciated. Mm. He is really loved, mm. you know, and love does exist for him. You know, that's something that's real. And I wish I had, I, I don't know what I would do, but I would, like, I would do all the research I need, <laughs> you know, and let's try to, like, show him. I mean, I, you know, just talk about this, maybe you want to do it now. Yeah. But it's like, yeah, that's, that's, if I had to do it for somebody, him, I just want him to know that, like, you know, I don't want him to ever feel, like, unappreciated or, like, under, mm. under, under deserve. Okay. What's up, man? Shout out to Pops, man. Yeah. Uh, I love you too, Mom. You know. Yeah, Mom, Mom Dukes, you there, I was about to say. But, uh, so that's what's up, man. Now, I'm, I'm, that's a good question. That's a good answer, good answer. Well, last one, last one. We don't get up out mm-hmm. here, man. All right, so I looked around, and, you know, as y'all saw earlier, I played with the music and everything like that. Uh, you know, the beat I made was cool. Right. It was cool. You know what I'm saying? But, you know what I'm saying? It was actually your beat. Uh, if you had opportunity to uh, give a beat to any artist, you would, mm. what would be that top artist you will give a beat to? Right now? Right now. That top artist is Roddy Rich. Roddy Rich? Roddy Rich. Roddy, 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 Roddy Rich, bro. Roddy Rich. Like, anything Roddy Rich touch is hard, bro. Like, yeah. I, I have not heard a song from this dude yeah. that was trash. <laughs> that was- <laughs> never never miss huh never miss bro yeah. and he and and dude is talented and i see he got he have a bright future because yeah, he's yeah. still young and you know i i i believe roddy rich is the future <laughs> you know, funny. I, it was on twitter somebody said uh roddy roddy wit roddy rich sound like he whining all the time <laughs> he be sounding like he be sounding like that dog but like when you listen to what he's saying let's think about lil wayne bro you know lil, lil wayne, wayne used girl. to be <laughs> Hey, yo, technical difficulties, y'all, but I'm back, man. I'm going to close it out. Um, man, this conversation was dope. Uh, probably it was a lot of catching up, but then also a lot of inspiration behind it. I mean, pretty much, you know, just, just to wrap up everything we talked about, you know, uh, pursuing your passion, uh, the valuing yourself through your passion, and then uh, not being stagnant while you're going through the process. You know what I mean? Everything, sometimes things work. How they supposed to, but they don't work until you put forth the effort. Yeah, the action. Yeah, get the action towards it. Um, man, this is a dope conversation, man. Uh, I, I really feel as though 
you know, people can learn from this. Yeah. I can learn from this. You know what I mean? To say someone who's also, you know, starting to get into production more and more and learning and growing, you know, and, and having the ability to sit down and speak with someone of your stature is pretty cool. Um, you might you might say you just started, man, but from why I'm looking up, man, you inspire me, man. I appreciate mm-hmm. you even looking at it like that. You know that 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 helps me. Yeah. You know, so I think it definitely help a lot of people. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, as you know, I you know Meek World, man. I'm gonna sign out. You know, as I sign out with something. So, you know, uh, I always leave y'all with this, man. If you live for the acceptance, you die from the rejection. All right, y'all. Meek World, man. Peace. Hey yo, so I just I just made the post, y'all. You know? I'm trying to do more things out there, but I need some of y'all support. Go to my iStarVids.com. Go to my page, support me there. You know, go to my website. I got a website, it's up. I got stuff on there. Contact me on there, you know, let me know. If you like the website, let me know how the website is. I wrote two, I wrote some blogs on there, so check out my blogs. You know what I mean?